Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John. Here with me today are Brian hey. and Alex. Hello. Today we're talking some old games we've been playing as well as a bunch of game news. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out, mpn.bz slash Patreon. And as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. We are Twitch affiliates. Please uh, consider subscribing uh, to our Twitch channel via your Amazon free Amazon Prime Twitch subscription that you get every month. Uh, or if you want to send, you know, subscribe for like five bucks, that's also cool. We would appreciate it. Uh, other than that, Alex, any bumpers for the network? Yes. Uh, the Horror Movie Yearbook Boys talked about the Friday the 13th fan film called Friday the 13th Vengeance this week. Go check that out. I'm right in the middle of listening to the episode. It's very good so far. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, other than that, some TV stuff on the horizon, uh, but more on that later when I actually talk to Nick about it. So. Yeah. I just want to say that um, this kind of ties into horror movie yearbook. I saw the original Halloween for the first time ever. Oh, really? This week, yeah. Nice. I hadn't seen it until shortly, God, it, it's within the last five years was the first time I saw it as well. But it's a very good movie. I liked the soundtrack and the shots were pretty awesome. Like, but I don't know. I <laughs> fell asleep a few times. I'll admit. Mm, okay. Well, in his old age. For more high quality horror movie reviews, go to Horror Movie Yearbook. Yeah, not, it's, a, it's not, a lot. Not, not the me. Midwest gamers. <laughs> that movie's a lot longer than the typical like uh, you know slideshows that you watched back in the day. It's not that long of a movie <laughs> at all. It's like barely over an hour and a half. I think. Haj is asking if he has to sub on Patreon or did you not beat the game? Uh, you do not have to sub, Haj. But Haj. speaking Thanks of Patreon, for losing us money, John. Speaking of Patreon, if you'd like to support us, that would be great. We do have bonus episodes of the Midwest Game Nerds. We have an after show that comes out afterwards. John has made a game for Brian and I to play today. He's yep. made synonyms of popular game titles. I've titled the game, What's in a Game? Like, what's in a name, but what's in a game? Okay. Yeah, sure. The what was the the uh, the example you gave last time for Mass Effect? Oh, I was a matter result or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. So things like that. Mass Effect. Um. So <laughs> check that out. You can get those for as little as five dollars a month on our Patreon. That also gets you into our Discord. So uh, we'd love to have you there. Yes, we do this out of a labor labor of love. We don't get paid by anybody to do it. Nope. So please pay us. Please so consider. We can keep doing yeah, it. we like uh, we like doing this, and we have a few people who like us doing it as well. So yeah. it's yeah, nice. At least it's nice to feel loved. Uh, Zach is here. He said, "Did somebody say Mass Effect?" We did. Oh, and thanks again to Jason K and Gojo for their contributions to the Patreon. I forgot to mention that at the top. As always, thank you. Yes, thank you to everybody who contributes to us. We but especially it. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, let's talk about some games that we've been playing. So I did, as, as Hash was asking, uh, I did not beat The Last of Us. Uh, I'd made a, a very valiant attempt, uh, you know, in comparison to my previous attempts to play that game. I really, really like the story. And that's the only thing that's keeping me going because the gameplay is terrible in my opinion. It's uh, it's just a slog. The aiming sucks. It's like super slow and like not reactive enough for me. Um, 
and like I don't know the controls are like okay I guess the music's cool very atmospheric when there is some um but overall just not fun to play I'm not I'm not a fan um Zach says Last of Us is so overrated just like The Witcher 3 I would still like to finish it for the sake of finishing it and I would like to just I want to know what happens in the story I don't know if I'm going to pick up the new one it's very Um, interesting to me because uh I originally really enjoyed the game on PlayStation 3 and I was excited to revisit it ahead of the second one coming out but I'm finding just like you like the only thing that's really driving me to play it at all is to try and remember some of the story and at this point I'm kind of like I'd rather just watch a YouTube video to to catch myself back up and then maybe I'll hop into the DLC which I never played and and then I'll get the second game I still do want to get the second game um but yeah I, I i also had a hard time playing through it i ended up playing the outer wilds instead yeah uh hajj is gonna subscribe for our valiant efforts anyway so thank you hajj well, i appreciate you. that my friend i'm sorry john let you down yeah I'm, i let everyone down all it's of fine. us actually but brian you played the last of us and you liked it when you played it yeah i didn't play it until it was on ps4 mm-hmm. it was i think i got it free with my playstation it was one of the first games i bought maybe yeah. i don't remember um i enjoyed it but it was mostly the story that kept me going um just in the characters uh i didn't mind the gameplay i did think it was a bit clunky at times but like the 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 kind of sluggishness of like the aiming and stuff i felt was deliberate and made sense because you weren't supposed to be some like hotshot gunfighter. You were just like an average kind of person in the apocalypse that can ha- somewhat handle a gun. And you're you're fighting for your survival, and they want to make it feel desperate. My mo- the most fun that I have with shooting things in that game is using the bow and arrow. Because back then, yeah, bow- bows and arrows in games were still pretty novel. Now you've got like Tomb Raider and Far Cry has some bows and arrows in it too. I yeah. know, but um, when when that first came out in 2013, it was very they, they were they, bows were kind of new on the scene, rather like in in like third person action games yeah. and first person things like that. But um, fighting the other humans in the game was always kind of a sticking point for me, which you know is very uncharted. And and that's where the game felt least like itself and most like a Naughty Dog game, in the, my opinion. The stealth aspect of it feels pretty good. I like, like the stealth. going around and just stabbing people is way more satisfying than actually shooting anything in that game. Yeah, I, I like, I do like the stealth part of it, but, but I don't know if it's just because I put it on easy for the sake of trying to breeze through it quickly, but it felt very forgiving. And I don't know if that's normally the case. Yeah, it's not really the case. Okay. Not, that's not normally the case. I did bump it down to easy for me as well. But the mo- like the, the other thing, when I'm not using the bow and arrow, the most fun that I'm having is when they're like, hey, we've got like four clickers in here, which can only find you if you're making noise. And we have a few other runners, or what they're called, the zombies. And so you basically have to find a way to sneak up to the runners and kill them without the clickers hearing you. And that doing that type of stuff still i i enjoy like, that do, do the and clickers like not like if i'm if i'm playing on normal or hard or whatever do the clickers not hear you do a stealth kill like because those things make a shitload so of there's noise. two things you can do you can either strangle somebody as a stealth kill right. or use a shiv or the shiv the shiv is quiet 
Okay. The, the 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 strangling is louder. But the shiv is a craftable and limited. Yes. That's right. so on side. I think if they are close enough, they will hear you strangling somebody, but they won't hear you shiv somebody. Is basically how it goes. Even if you grab them, they just kind of ignore the noise that the thing's making because, like, they're used to that sound or whatever. I, I like, don't know if that's what it is, or if it's just kind of like I just feel like they're we... not reactive enough to certain things. I suppose. Yeah, but that's just me nitpicking. Yeah, but I I, I think that's kind of the conceit of a lot of stealth games. I'm like, notoriously yeah. awful at all stealth games. Like for some reason, I'm the guy who like rolls in and like. I'm able to creep up into the grass like think of think of like Assassin's Creed you know like mm-hmm. you're creeping through the tall grass I'm able to get like There's really crickets in the yeah, grass yeah, yep I get real close to the enemy and then instead of me like strangling bloom there too <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> instead of me strangling whatever it is or stabbing it instantly I like pull out an explosive and set it on the floor in front of me <laughs> like that's that's what that's typically what happens for Could me. Could you imagine so. that in like a an action movie that has like a stealth scene and somebody just does that and it's over? Yeah. I always liked the placing C4 on the backs of soldiers in Metal Gear Solid was, was always a fun thing <laughs> to do and then have them walk away from you and you hit the button and they explode and go well, flying. It's like, it's like putting a grenade in someone's pocket and falling. I was out. just like, going to say that's yeah. the pinnacle of the uh, stealth explosive move. Yeah, but in like Zach saying, we did pretty good when we played Ghost Recon Beta. Like, I I don't know how. Like, you had the Zach buff. I did have the Zach buff. Maybe I was quieter. Yeah, when somehow. you play a game, he was probably telling you what to do, which made you actually well, no, that's, stay quiet. That's the thing is, like, he was the one who was in the shit, and I was doing all the callouts of like where enemies were and tagging them and everything. Like, that's how we were playing, and I was sniping things when I had to. Like, I just remember waiting for Joey to get in the helicopter and then blowing it up and laughing my ass off. <laughs> 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 when when you're in a squad with Zach, it inspires you to do your best. So or to troll Joey. That's the Zach buff. Yeah, it was it was a yeah. I'm I'm just I feel like I'm really bad at stealth games. But yeah, Last of Us is what it it is what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know if you put it in the news section or anything, but we've got a new division uh, DLC that's dropping. Well, it's not DLC. It's like paid content. It's a, oh. it's like a Taken King for. Destiny. Okay. Or, I mean, it's, for the division. Yeah, it's a, it's a thirty dollar. Uh, it's an expansion. Expansion. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it takes you back to New York. Um, it's called the Warlords of New York, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. I just pre-ordered it today because I somehow I think it's because I've been beta not beta testing but testing out the Nvidia. Um, GeForce Now. G, GeForce Now stuff, and and you can log into your Ubisoft account and have all your saves. It's literally like we'll get into that yeah, at we'll some point, there. but. Uh, I've been playing the division. Then it's also three dollars right now. So mm-hmm. if anybody doesn't have it, the go, division two, go buy it. It's three bucks. Don't like you are not one. gonna miss out. It's uh, it is a it is well worth like twenty times that the sixty. It's worth yeah. the sixty bucks, and you're getting it for three dollars. And I paid a hundred bucks for the gold edition or whatever because I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, yeah. It, the game has sunk its hooks right back into me. I really like. I I looked. I started looking up builds and stuff, and and certain like talents and perks for your gear and weapons. And I'm trying to like configure this character so I have like a totally baller setup. And I got it to the point where I'm just like melting through elite enemies, and it just feels so good. And I love this game all over again and i can't wait for the expansion i'm really excited that's cool i'm not really familiar with all the other changes that they're doing to it there are there are going to be some some gear shifts i think and like other uh things that they're they're changing for the better um again this is kind of like the taken king version for division two 
because I think the player base has kind of dropped off a bit. A lot of people were disappointed with the end game content, but we never got there because we never hit a crew big enough. But hopefully, I, well, we did a lot of it. We just didn't do the raid. We we did all the world tier stuff where you can upgrade the world to the point where the enemies are the strongest they can be. Yeah, and you can do missions at the higher level so that you're getting better gear and it's it's more challenging. Um, but I, I got to a point with my build where I could solo some of these missions on the hardest setting mm-hmm. and like I, I just like rip through them and it's awesome. That's like, cool. We just did, Brian and I did the Pentagon mission last night, which was a new one that came out as part of like the season pass or whatever, which you didn't actually have yeah. to have the season pass to play. Like all of these things. It unlocked. was their post release content. Yeah. yeah. And uh, man, it was like we, we played that for what three hours almost. That bit of DLC. Uh, like, I don't think it was that long. Between both sections of the mission, like. I don't know. It was it it was a really long mission and it was really it was, good. It was more than one mission in the same area, basically. Yeah, it was it was rad though. And they take you to the Pentagon and you get to go. Like, it makes me wonder. Like, I've never been in the Pentagon before, but does it really have like a mall in it? Kind of with like a pharmacy and like it's got all these other shops. Do they and have things a visitor section like, yeah, is there, that? I don't know. I don't know. Are normal people allowed in that building? <laughs> like, I don't even. No idea. But it's one of the, like, it, it's, again, like, that f- that idea of familiarity with, like, a particular location in real life that, like, you know, we may have never been, like, stepped foot in, but, like, we know about the Pentagon. We know about Washington, D.C. and, like, all the other buildings. Like, one of the greatest things, one of my favorite missions in the division was, like, where you go to the archives and, like, you've got to, like, you know, it's almost like steal the Declaration of Independence or whatever, <laughs> but you get to see the Declaration of Independence, like, in its underground layer where it goes every single night at the end of the day, like... You get to do those things. You get to go in the basement of like the Washington Monument, and you get to go in like you know the national uh, like Natural History Museum, and like this stuff. It's it's just so cool to like see the level of detail they put in that game. And now my new rig with it cranked to max. Like I, it's just it feels almost Fallout Three enough for me to try it. I did spend the three dollars to buy it on PC, but I have not downloaded it. I, I was I, thinking about spending the three dollars to get it on PS4 and also not downloading it, just so <laughs> that I have it there, just in case. Oh I'll, yeah, I was going to buy it on PS4 because uh, Nick Nick I bought think, me a five dollar yeah, copy and he was you. like, "Should I just like take that back?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, no. Like, if you want to play it on PS4, I'll play it on PS4 with you. But if you want to play it, if you want to take it back and save yourself five bucks, like we can get it for three dollars on yeah, PlayStation, the you know? digital download." Yeah. And so. he was like, "Should I just get it on PC?" And yeah. I'm like, "I'm like, you should because it's three dollars, and it, it'll be a test to see like how capable your PC and, is of playing yeah, it." I'm curious and like, if his could or not. Which I think Zach was saying like he had his set to low, and it still looked really good, and he was kind of impressed by that. Hmm. So it's it's optimized for various systems now. Brian was saying that it runs a lot better on his right you, like, than you, it did before. I mean, it ran good before, but. It, it, I feel like it runs even better than it did during launch. Plus, if I get that card from, did you swap Jason's card? Not yet. yet. No, okay. I still need to do that. Once you get, if you get that one from him, then we can probably throw that one in in Nick's, and and it'll do a little bit better. Yeah, but yeah, but it's it's just like again, anybody if you're if you're looking for something new to play that is. If you like math, if you like tweaking your gear, if you like having a cool Stats. looking, if you like having a really cool looking character, it, oh, that character looks awesome! And right it, now. he does. He looks like a fucking Santa lumberjack <laughs> with like, a hockey mask on. But so if you, I'm basically Santa lumberjack Santa Jason. Jason. Yeah. If if you want a game that like is grounded somewhat in reality, in like it's basic premise of, I mean, especially with fucking canola virus going around right now. Yeah. Like, the, we, that. The 
general story is fairly believable. Yeah. Like it's plausible for sure. It could actually but... happen, what happens in the Division 2, or Division for that matter. And I don't even, like, is the first Division, like, $5, 2 or $3 or something? Because, like, I don't know. I don't, you don't need to play the first one. The second one is a great game. And I saw somebody post online this week that, like, Division 2 and, like, in Destiny 2, they shouldn't, there shouldn't be the Division 3 and Destiny 3. They just need to be Keep the building. Division and Destiny and yeah. just build on these universes. And I totally agree with that. And I really hope they take the first game and bring it into the division well, they two. kind of are that's what i'm way. curious about with that update like how much of that how is, much of new york is there i'm assuming they're reusing assets of course but they, are they yeah. going to eventually build it up into having everything there? i hope so it's i really like do four new city blocks that were not explored in the original division okay so they're not gonna have the but it's going but there. it's going to be in a different uh borough time of the year and stuff so it'll look a lot different because back then it takes place what like around christmas like christmas time is like it Friday happens or like something and it's it happens really like right Black after Friday. christmas time yeah. basically this and time it'll be in the summer I, whereas I division two is it's in the summer is it like a year after or something like that in the summer or something like that a half a year i think <laughs> but yeah it's it's just it's a it's a great game um it has tons of lore and everything. There's so many collectibles that you can like check out and like you pick up cell phones and like listen to cell phone messages and there's there's got to be hundreds of them now. Yeah. And just like figuring out, you know, what these different you know, what do you I don't know what I want to call them, like groups of people that factions are ex- factions yeah. that are experiencing this particular event in their lives like are going through and you're just there as like this government mule who's like I just got to I got to restore uh, reality to uh, gotta make America great again. Yep. <laughs> so and and yeah, and the fact that it takes place in Washington D.C. and most people in America are like familiar with these buildings. Like if yeah. you're if you haven't been to them because your eighth grade class made you fly there for a day and see them all, then you mm. probably like have seen them on television and movies and things, and it's cool. Or in just, Fallout Three. Or in Fallout Three, it's yeah. just cool to be a part of it. So I, I it, and for three dollars, like you cannot go wrong. Yeah. With this game, the setting's definitely a big selling point. I enjoyed the familiarity of, of like going to all those different uh, national landmarks much more than I enjoyed running around blocks and blocks of New York that kind of look the same after a while. Yeah, um, I mean, New York definitely has its own landmarks, but there's just there's so many blocks in that game that just they they really it's very urban, indistinguishable, like yeah. indistinguishable. Yeah. All so right. yeah, that's that's what I spent a lot of time playing lately. I, oh, I, I played, played a, a lot of Pokemon amount. too, but that doesn't Pokemon doesn't matter. Did you catch them all yet? I caught a bunch. Okay, but that's okay. Anyways, Brian, go ahead. What what else have you played? I mean, well, I play the division maybe not as much as you, but uh, like a fair amount. I did. Yeah. I did a couple of the new missions, like the one we did together, and. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just trying to like figure out the gear again because I'm kind of lost as to what I was going for build wise. Yeah. And my stuff wasn't like maxed out and now it is. And yeah, whatever. That's about all I have to say about that. Just realized with the headphones under your hoodie, you look like Padme Amidala or something. <laughs> <laughs> One of the royal Am guards. Am I that or... pale? Damn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Am I that hot? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fine. Um, 
Yeah, I mean that like figuring out your gear is like one of the best parts of that game. I think is mm-hmm. it, like if you actually take the time, you don't have to, but when you actually take the time to like source some of the the cool exotic weapons and gear that you can get, and like build gear sets that like make sense for how yeah. you like playing the game. Well, like, unlike Destiny, you can save multiple loadouts and mm. switch them on the fly. That's cool. Which I don't understand why Destiny doesn't have that. Even Diablo two had that. Yeah. But yeah, to make you angry specifically, yeah. to make me have to use a third party app. Yep. I don't know. Maybe they wanted to keep like support of the third party app because they did it so well, and they just didn't want to pay that. They don't want to apple it. Yeah. Just why? Don't don't break what doesn't need fixing. Something like that. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't yeah. fix it. That's what you're looking. It's for. inconvenient enough to where I just don't bother setting up. Setting up uh, loadouts for Destiny. No, that's fine. But anyways, um, have you played anything else or no? Yes, but what not else? much. Okay. Um, I played... Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2, the the new remake. the remake. I pulled the trigger on that because Capcom has a really good sale going on. Um, and I played through like the intro, like... There's the gas station mm-hmm. part, and you then you go. To Are you? Place. Did you pick Leon or Claire? I picked Leon just because he's at the top. Yeah. So I was like, I guess I should start with Leon because he's listed first. Fair enough. Um. So yeah, I got to the police station. I found a couple officers and a knife, which made me really excited because I was like, why can't I punch anything? <laughs> this is really irritating. Like, why do I have to use my handgun that has like eight rounds? I did uh, miss the uh, the head stomp that that Leon would do if, if one of them was biting your ankles because they used to do that in the original game. There was a little bit more of a, if they're weak enough, you could kill them without using ammo if they got close to you, but... They took that out of this. Yeah, game. I don't even know how to kill them. Even if you if you can, because can. they take so many more shots to the head than any zombie in any movie or video game I've ever played. Yeah, and they can they can dodge and duck and dive a little bit better than they used to be able to. The other thing that you should keep an eye out for when you first aim and if you're moving, your reticle like the crosshairs expand, and if you wait and settle for a minute, they will close down okay and you will be much more accurate so not moving is not not moving around the space but aiming is more i haven't missed a shot yet because okay i'm, I'm using mouse and keyboard right now oh all right that probably helps too yeah. but um yeah you just want to not do like yeah you know the the what do you call that the leaning in rainbow six mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think there's a lean, lean, lean span. At all, actually, no. span the lean keys. Um, I, it it looks really good. It has like a lot of, I mean, some of the textures are a little whatever, but that's that's all adjustable. Like there's an absurd amount of options. It's a very good PC port. Nice. Um, runs r- super good too. So yeah, I don't know. Um, overall, I feel like I'll enjoy it. Like, good. I like. Like, I don't do horror stuff too much, but I like a good survival horror. Mm-hmm. Um, guess it hasn't been scary yet, actually. I wouldn't necessarily it call it scary. It will become stressful. Okay. Yeah. Also, maybe liquors will be a little scary, but we'll see. I can't imagine it being... I mean, that wasn't even a horror game, but I can't imagine it getting too much more stressful than some of the shit I got myself into in Prey. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, prey, pre, yeah, prey, prey is pretty stressful too. I would think, in the head crabby like alien kind of way, and and dealing with that type of stuff, yeah, uh, the it, mimics. If a coffee mug might jump at you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was super. Shoot stressful. everything in the room to figure out <laughs> Just, where. Yeah, blow everything up. Yes, waste all of your ammo. Um, but yeah, seems pretty cool. I'm excited to play more of that at some point. Cool. Just didn't have time to get into it too much. Anything else? Um, I I feel like I played stuff last week, but it's it's been too long. Been too long, and I've forgotten what it is. And I'll probably remember Clearly halfway through the show. Like not usual. very good. Yeah. Um, not super memorable anyway. I found some cool stuff on in the like archive. Is it archive.org that archives a bunch of internet stuff? Yeah. I found a bunch of games you can play through like a DOS box uh, internet or like a browser. Browser based DOS box. DOS box. Nice. And they have a lot of cool shit. Like I played the original Prince of Persia a bit. Cool. Mario teaches typing. Zork. Uh <laughs> No, but they I think they have I'm sure it. it's on there. They have a lot of the LucasArts Commander games, Keen. which are cool. Like, I own all of those, but I like they're on diskettes and shit. I don't even have a diskette drive anymore. Commander yeah. Keen was like Bethesda, wasn't it? No, id. Oh, it was, it was id? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They were making a mobile game. I didn't hear anything about it, and I don't necessarily care to hear anything about it. But That was being made by Bethesda and uh, id. Yeah. Like, because they're the same company now. No, yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. I was definitely like into something last week, and then I just, yeah, can't remember what it was though. All right, well, whatever. You can interrupt me when you want. All right, cool. As soon as I start talking, um, I have played the Outer Wilds to completion. This is not to confuse with the Outer Worlds, which is the, uh, um. Obsidian, Obsidian. Obsidian game that came out on Game Pass. This is a different game called Outer Wilds that came out on Game Pass last May from um, Mobius Digital Games, which is a studio started and founded by Masi Oka, star of Heroes, the TV show. Oh, really? Yes. That's cool. He's an executive producer on the Outer Wilds. Nice. Um, I don't want to spoil too much because this game is very much about exploration to learn more about what is going on but basically um you are in a solar system you wake up on like an earth-like planet and you're an alien and you can go around the city to learn things like how to control yourself in zero gravity and how to fly this lander that's up on a platform and once you've figured all of those things out and figured out how the game works and how to use those tools you go into the lander you take off from the planet, and you can go land on any other planet in the solar system. And it's very much like, like a, you know, like a clockwork model of a solar system where you like turn a crank and you see all the planets move. Yeah. At the same time, that's basically what this video game is. Okay. Hmm. But every twenty-two minutes, everything resets, and you don't know why. So you're basically trying to figure out what's going on. And um, it's very cool because the game isn't super mechanic heavy. There's certainly skill to piloting the lander and figuring out how to land on these planets. But all the planets have like different gimmicks going on with them. 
is one that's like basically falling apart because its moon is throwing lava boulders at it basically and so you only have a certain amount of time to get there and do what you want to do before you need to leave because uh, as it falls apart it goes into a black hole that's in their center of the planet and appears okay. elsewhere in the solar system hmm. um, can you go through the black hole you can go through the black hole Nice. Um, and basically it's a lot of like you're given free reign at the beginning you can do whatever you want to do and as soon as you start to pull at a thread you can go back onto your little lander and there's like a concept map of like these are all of the things that you've started to learn because there's like a you start to find samples of ancient alien writing and you have a translator tool that you can use to read them and you'll learn something from that and then it'll say ship log updated and then you go check your ship log and it's condensed it down to like two or three lines of like this is what you learned here and it'll tell you if there's more things to figure out at that like location or whatever so you start pulling at these threads to figure out what is going on in the solar system and then every 22 minutes things reset and you can go and do it again and you go to different places and you try different things out and it's just a very interesting different gaming experience than like anything a, that's out there today a, a spaceship groundhog's day kind of absolutely <laughs> and it's very very cool very well thought out lots of interesting ideas that are going on the only um, thing missing is steven tobolowski yeah uh, it is out on Xbox and PC. It is only on the Xbox Game Pass for Xbox. You have to buy it from the Epic Store for PC right now. It's also on PlayStation 4 as of October of last year, so you can check it out there. I think it's like 25 bucks. But uh, honestly, I think it probably would have bumped Sekiro off of my top five if I had finished it. It'd be Tetris 99 at number five, and then outer wilds at number four i think it's Damn. a very very interesting game very cool and if it sounds interesting to you to go and explore things in a solar system setting uh on 22 minute time loops check it out it's very cool right now so cool anything else uh i want to talk about geforce now real fast yeah so GeForce Now was taken out of beta, and it's five bucks a month for the Founders Edition, quote unquote, and you get three months free when you sign up. Uh, that gets you six hours of playtime on an NVIDIA server. What this is is essentially Google Stadia, but with games you already own, and you can use your mobile data instead of being stuck to Wi-Fi. Uh, this week when my internet crapped out and I had to have all my lines replaced, I played this on my cell phone using my mobile data and racked up a ton of data. Luckily, I have unlimited data, and it works really well. Like, even over mobile data, it works really well. It's hmm. kind of ridiculous. Like, yeah, so the idea is, as John said, there's a free tier and, like, a founder's tier for $5 a month right The free now. tier gets you one hour of playtime. And you cannot turn on ray tracing, but if you get the founder's mm -hmm. edition, you can turn on ray tracing. Is that, like, an hour total or an hour a day or an hour it, a week? No, it's, like, an hour of playtime, and then once the hour is up, you get booted, and then you have to log in again. Yeah. So you can keep going, but it's going to stop you every hour, I think, to let other... Like, obviously, like, their server farm probably isn't that huge at the moment. Yeah. Like, so... I'd be interested to know, like, who in the big companies, lot, like, just, like... Is like we'll give you all the server space you need. 
So the interesting thing is here that bank as, on, I'm going to bank on Amazon doing it because they don't really have anything in the game yet. Amazon supposedly is working on it, but who knows? They've got a lot of stuff, you know, under yeah. wraps. But so, yeah, as Jen said, the big thing, the big difference here between this and Google Stadia is that you are playing with your cloud saves from Steam or Uplay yep. or whatever other services they decide to allow on Um Theoretically, you'd be able to play anything, but it sounds like publishers have to have agreements to allow these to happen. We just saw uh, Activision has pulled some of its games from GeForce Now as of this week due to some misunderstanding, according to NVIDIA. Um, But basically, you'd be able to load up your PC games and play your cloud saves from whatever service you have on mobile devices on your NVIDIA Shield, which is their set-top box yep. that you can purchase uh, on your laptop, your less lesser-powered laptop and other PCs. I'm not sure what Origin games are capable of being played on it, but with Uplay, like, you can use Uplay Plus. If you ha- have that access, you can play any Ubisoft game, I'm assuming, that's on Uplay Plus. That's cool. Um, but, yeah, it's my only gripe with it is the fact that Uplay and Ubisoft want you to have two-factor authentication set up for everything because apparently, like, it, it's an issue with Rainbow Six people. Specifically, I think the competitive nature, like, hacking of accounts happens quite frequently, I guess. So they want you to have two-factor. The only thing that sucks with GeForce Now is having to fucking log in to Uplay using two-factor authentication every single time because it'll bring up the Uplay thing what tells you to log in and you type in your email address and you type in your password and then it's like, okay, now use the Google authentication app that you have on your phone that I'm currently using to play the fucking thing on <laughs> to t- type in the six-digit code. So then I have to flick out of the U- or out of uh, GeForce, GeForce now. now, go over to the Google Authenticator, get the six-digit code, go back to GeForce Now, click on the game that I was playing and then wait a few minutes or a few seconds for it to load up, which, you know, cause it's kind of reconnect to the server or whatever. And it'll take me right back to where I need to punch those numbers in. But like though that could be the matter of like you not typing the code in, in the right amount of time. If you don't get back fast enough yeah. to where you have to go and get another code. So like I, I every time I have to do that, I, if, if it's not, the ticks over. if yeah. it's not the, like an exact like start over of a new code, I sit and I wait for the new code so that I, I have as much time as possible to flick back over. Cause sometimes it takes longer. Yeah, I wonder so, why you don't have the ability to just log on. Like, you should be able to I actually think, connect the two accounts. I think be because, like, like, you can click the thing that says, like, remember this computer or whatever, but I think the issue is that... It's be, a new because it's, or whatever. Because it's a, yeah, it's a new server in the server farm. Every time you're logging in, you never know. Like, it's but never going to... You would think that with this agreement that, that Ubisoft and, and NVIDIA would have some type of API where they would be able to handshake. I'm, I'm sure they'll figure something like that out because, honestly, that's the only thing I don't like about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything else works perfectly. I'm able to hook up my Xbox controller via Bluetooth, and it works flawlessly with it. Um, I had a couple of issues trying to play... Um, I think Skyrim because Skyrim on Steam originally didn't have controller support or something like that. Mm, I don't know. And it it's probably any of the games that only have partial controller support. Yeah, like it's it's tough like figuring like I had a hard time figuring that Can out. Can you pull up the Steam overlay? What do you uh that I don't know. I I think you can. I I never tried. 
Because if you pull up the Steam overlay, you should be able to try out different controller profiles for the. I was doing that. I okay. was well because it basically when you're in Steam, it brings up big, big, uh, big, big screen mode. mode. Yeah, yeah, big, big picture mode, and you can go and like try and like I was trying out different controller configurations, couldn't get it to work, and I'm like, well, maybe it's just the game. Let's try something else. So then I tried pulling Fallout Three in, and Fallout Three worked perfectly. There's also a setting in Steam to tell it you are using an Xbox controller and then it will pick what people what most people with Xbox controllers end up using yeah. for particular games. And that's usually something that even resets on my PC sometimes. So I would assume that it might have some Probably issues similar. on, on yeah. GeForce now as well, but I haven't tried it out that much yet. I did pay the $5 a month or whatever cuz I'm just kind of like this will be interesting, especially when they get iOS apps up and running. But um, yeah, I'm I'm curious about it. It sounds like the ideal version of Google Stadia. Yeah, because just, if you can use your saves and you can, I don't have to buy anything new. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just, and you don't have to pay for the service. No. Like you can do like, and that's the thing. Like, how long are you really gonna sit there and play a fucking game on your cell phone? Like, yeah. really? Like. If you're taking a shit, you're in there for maximum a half hour if you're Brian, or maybe five minutes if you're me. It's like all wiping, though. <laughs> you need voice commands yeah, I can't for the use games. my phone while I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, like, that's, like, for, for you know, an hour of playtime on a mobile phone, like, it's it works perfectly for what I, you know, I and that's like, again, like my internet went down and I was able to use mobile data to play. Yeah. And it worked flawlessly. That's it, awesome. It it kept saying like, oh, you're going to have lag or whatever when I would log in. But at the same time, like I'm, I was playing the division, like I didn't really care. It's not competitive. It didn't matter. So. Well, and to me, the fact that this has ray tracing and they're clearly taking like a graphical approach to it, like they they have that marketing of like, we are literally trying to give you the best version of the game that you might not even be able to have because your card isn't compatible with ray tracing. Ooh. So could I play Control with ray tracing? I don't know if... Con- if the, is the, the Epic Store's in there, too. Okay, so you I can- haven't tried to add Control to yeah. see if it's one of the compatible games, but that's entirely possible right. that you could do that. I was say I could... Oh, wait, no, I have to do it from the computer. I don't know if I... the internet's fast enough here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty rough. I do remember what else I played a bunch of. Okay. And it is an old game, so it fits the theme. All right. I returned to You're playing... You're destroying our segue into the news, but that's okay. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Ah. Because I was like, I should probably go back and finish that. Yeah. Um, but I haven't finished it. Did it feel like fitting into an old glove? Yeah. Coming back to it? Except I'm now finding shrines that, instead of being fun, are irritating. Because mm. <laughs> it's like, I know I know what the solution is, but actually pulling it off. It. <laughs> no, I know how to implement it, but implementing it is a pain in the ass. Mm. It's not fun. Like trying to swing a metal swing a certain way and jump on it at the same time is not fun. No, so you got to use the trick. The trick there is to use a bow and arrow to aim. What? Because you use the stasis, right? Yeah. No, no, not the stasis. I use the magnetic thing because it's a metal swing. Well, I don't know how to help you then. I guess I could use stasis. Try to use the stasis and then you can impart the energy on it and then use the bow and arrow to aim it in whatever direction you want. And then you hop on it, and then 
I never even thought whatever. about using the bow and arrow with Stacy. That's, that's the trick that everybody's learned. Is yeah. that like you? Well, I don't watch you can, the YouTube videos all the time. Well, that's, I mean, I've put several of them in the Discord and stuff, but that's okay. You don't have to watch. I mean, the that's stuff like that these these guys here. would use stasis and they would use the bow and arrow to like point the direction of like a boulder they wanted to launch. Yeah. And they would hit it as many times as they could to power it up. With arrows? Yeah. And then they would. See, I'm always short on arrows, though. And then they would jump all the time. (laughs) They would jump on the boulder and hold on when it unstasis and launches across across the the map. map. Or they'll go, you know, the ninjas that you would like. There'd be like somebody crying on the side of the road. You walk up to them and it turns out they're a ninja. So what they'll do is they'll go and stasis a boulder next to that person and then like <laughs> put all of the energy on it and then aim it right at them and then go talk to them like right at the last moment before the stasis releases so that when they become the ninja, the boulder hits them and they just get destroyed immediately. <laughs> so That's pretty awesome. Yeah. But that's cool. Yeah. No, it's so fun. There should be Breath of the Wild sequel news coming out any day now. I took out some Guardians, which I was too afraid to do before. Nice. By like... Using the shield. Hell yeah. But you burn through shields real fast doing that. Yeah, you do. Still better than trying to attack them. Go run into the castle and grab some Hylian shields and then get the fuck out of there. I'm afraid to go near the castle. Well, face your fears. (laughs) I thought I had three Divine Beasts finished and I only have two done, so I'm really not that far in the game. You're only halfway through there. I I have like the whole western side of the map to to like flush out. That's crazy. Yeah. I suck. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Let's there do some is. news. Let's hit it. Uh, GeForce Now stuff. Like I said, Activision uh, pulled their games. Supposedly, NVIDIA said that, hey, they agreed to be on for the beta, but uh, and we are taking our free trial period for founders as still being in the beta, but they did not, and therefore, we pulled our game. they pulled their games. Sounded like a weird BS response. But I just, I just, it, it, I, you know, it was my understanding that they weren't even supposed to be on in the first place. They said, no, they were, they, they're saying that they agreed like Activision, Blizzard, this is a quote from NVIDIA Activision Blizzard has been a fantastic partner during our GeForce now beta, which we took to include the free trial period for our founders membership, recognizing the misunderstanding. We removed their games from our service with hope we can work with them to re-enable these and more in the future. What it sounds like is that. Activision was of the understanding that this is a free beta service that you are you want to use our games to check this thing out go right ahead but as soon as they found out they were charging people five dollars a month for the founders thing they're like hey wait a minute we want in on that money because the whole thing is that Nvidia was like like this whole thing Nvidia doesn't want to give money to these to these game publishers in order to be like hey put your game on our service because we're basically letting people play it for free. Yeah. Right, but if they're charging some people five dollars for it, then people are going to be like, "Well, hey, you're making some money on top of our product, so we need to have an agreement here." Well, yeah, I mean, the agreement is that anybody can buy your Activision Blizzard games from your launcher and then play them on the shit. In an ideal consumer-friendly world, I completely agree with you, but you know that they're like, "Hey, you're making money off of." Your service is not good if we're not there, it's and just, therefore you should give us money. It's just funny because, like, it's it's such a bullshit thing from Activision Blizzard because other companies like don't care. They're like, yeah, like the people already bought the shit, like yeah, they just want to play it. Like, I think it's pretty obvious that they're not 
very consumer friendly. No, this point. fucking terrible. Well, and like five dollars is not making hand over fist. Like if they were charging people twenty dollars a month to use the service, then I get it. I wouldn't fucking sign up, man. Exactly. But like they're keeping the price really low. I so I play it's... the division right now on my so, phone. So like, Destiny's on Steam, which means I can play it through there. Yes, that's cool. I just can't imagine that five dollars a month would even cover the overhead of this type of operation right you know it yeah. feels like a loss leader this is this is them trying to be like hey come, well, come buy our shield stuff it's and- fine because they they've been mining for bitcoin using all their <laughs> gpus yeah so-, so they've already made their money <sighs> it seems Plus, interesting nvidia stock just keeps going up i'm i'm really mad at myself for not buying more of it yeah nvidia seems hopeful that the that the games will come back games such as Sekiro is published by Activision and yeah watch you just you just you have to like Diablo it's an extra three dollars a month in order to use the Activision Blizzard that would be such BS but anyway I wouldn't put it past them yeah next up uh Rod Ferguson the head of the Gears of War the Gears studio over at Microsoft has left to go to Blizzard commenting on our last uh last story but yeah rod ferguson who i think has been known as like the the fixer the guy that they call to like come Mm -hmm. and make sure things happen and the game gets released and everything is good uh both from microsoft and while he was working at epic yeah he's Um, he's linda cardinelli's character from grandma's boy yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um so in march he's joining blizzard and uh but he's leaving the coalition the people who have been working on the gears games so yeah, well, I hope the Gears franchise is okay without him. Honestly, it was seeming like Gears was on an uptick with the Gears Funko BS and Gears Tactics and also... I thought Gears 5 was... Gears 5, yeah. Um, In a lot of ways, it was better than 4, too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But I also feel like it didn't make that big of a splash. Like, Gears is not the name that it used to be. I guess it sold really well. That's good. So, they're fine. Well, do they count Game Pass like downloads into the sales? Like, who knows? It's all funny money nowadays. Uh, But I don't know. Maybe this will make Activision Blizzard better. Yeah, that's one thing I'm hoping for. There was uh, somebody else from uh, Microsoft, I believe, or another first-party Microsoft studio that had left to join Blizzard. So some people were wondering if they're just trying to. shore up a lot of the departures that have happened at blizzard recently it's like diablo but with guns <laughs> yeah they were, i think on giant bomb they're talking about diablo becoming a cover-based shooter or something <laughs> like, <that. laughs> it's like yeah i sure. mean yeah here's but, a bow and arrow with a chainsaw attached to it <laughs> <laughs> but anyway high profile exit for gears of war but i i don't think i think it means more for diablo than it does for gears I yes hope. so um so it turns out now there we were uh, people were excited for system shock three uh, hell yeah and I was. uh now it sounds like the team is no longer working on that game according to dsogaming.com Ooh. um yeah so it sounds like they basically don't have a team to work on it but that people were still trying to figure out what to do with it like it's in a state of flux at the moment i think warren specter had come back to work on it 
was my understanding at one point. I don't know if that's still the case or not. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a bummer. Like, they basically, the, the things that were coming out, there was somebody on a forum that was uh, working at the developer. And, uh, and they basically were just like, they posted on a forum. They said, the only reason I'm posting is because I saw so much confusion about the state of the company and the project. I thought some first-person information would be welcome. I never suggested we were halfway done. Core systems are a great foundation for a game, but most of the work uh, is content development, which we were critically behind in both real assets and in-tool support for an efficient pipeline. Um, so it basically sounds like they, they were behind enough that people were concerned. But, um, you know, doesn't mean that it won't happen eventually, but it just sounds like... Indefinite hiatus. Yes. Yeah. So, bummer. I wonder what's going on with the uh, the like remake of the original. I think that has also stalled, <sighs> is my understanding. We can take a look at that. Um, but yeah, there was like a lot of System Shock news all at once, and then it all kind of fell apart all at once as well. Uh, it looks like it's still on Steam. We've got a 2020 video game. We've got the Wikipedia article open here. It says it was supposed to be released in early 2020. I think the same company in mid publishes them, but they're not the same development team. Yeah. Speaking at GDC in 2018, March 2018, Kick and Cooperman explained that because of feature creep, a newly assembled team had restarted the game's development, staying focused on the promises of what they would deliver during the Kickstarter, uh, that they were now looking towards a 2020 release for the title. The refocusing of the title also helped them engage in, with interested publishing partners who were more amenable to supporting them with a highly focused title. So, sounds like they're still working on it, but I feel like we haven't heard of update recently enough for them to yeah. for sure bring it out but yeah bummer for all things system shock as of late mm. hopefully we'll see something soon brian you posted about this animal crossing clone coming to pc i only did this because i mean i'm just wondering when it's gonna end like with the ripoffs of nintendo franchise <laughs> or is is nintendo going to eventually make some of this stuff available for pc i highly doubt it but this and there's that pretty popular from what i understand temtem game that is yeah. basically pokemon yeah it just came out so temtem yeah it's like an mmo version yeah. of pokemon that came out on early access on steam i believe yeah um but Hako life is an animal crossing type game for pc Yes, and um, it, it looks just like it. Yeah, it, does. it looks very adorable. Like a, a new version of it. Uh, currently in early access with full release planned for later in 2020. I mean, here's the thing. It's just funny because Nintendo is so militant about protecting their IPs most of the time. Like, even when we mention the word Nintendo in a podcast and yep, it gets up on go. YouTube, we get flagged for content. <laughs> it's yep. fucking stupid. So why aren't they doing something about this? I don't really know. Like... Shame on them. This looks a lot like Temtem. I think is is a little bit like um, Temtem looks and has a feel of things that are pretty Pokemon-y. Like it looks very Pokemon like, <laughs> but um, hopefully it's far enough away for people to actually like. They wouldn't actually get in trouble for doing it. Hopefully, I don't know. Who knows? But like. 
I don't know. I think we're probably five years away from Nintendo doing the same thing that Sony and Microsoft are now doing, where they're releasing things for PC. Sony's just now starting it mm-hmm. with Horizon probably and yeah. Death Stranding as well. But uh, an MLB coming out on other platforms. Hopefully The Last of Us too. But I think um, I think Nintendo's leaving a lot of money on the table by not putting these games out on PC. And I'm curious if they would ever let that happen. And it feels like it took so long to get mainline Pokemon well, on the, a home console that I Switch, feel like... The Switch just runs on modified Android too, doesn't it? Yeah. So there's no reason why they can't start putting them out. I, I mean, obviously, like, the programming's there. And Android is basically java 5 or html 5 or something like that something along those lines but it's uh i mean it's a lot easier to program for than i think there's no switch emulators yet you don't you don't need i'm pretty sure there are but i don't think so i think so there are people who well i think there's one for wii u i don't i think webby was playing breath of the wild on yeah that's the wii u uh emulator yeah because that came out on wii u as well Oh yeah, yeah. Yuzu, the Nintendo Switch emulator, an experimental open source emulator for the Switch. Now we're really gonna get flagged. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck don't Nintendo. don't use this. Don't use this. No, use it legally <laughs> to develop your own Nintendo Switch games. Um, Interesting, but like I th- I think there's a world where Nintendo releases these games on PC, but I don't know that we're gonna be there for quite a while. Yeah. They'd be smart to do it, because there's a bunch of PC people that are like, I'm never buying a Switch. PC games for life. Mm-hmm. This is all I play. I don't have time for anything other than RuneScape anyway. Just, just put NVIDIA GeForce Now on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I would fucking love that. <laughs> so, interesting to see more Nintendo clones popping up. They did. There was like a Box Boy... Super Box Boy Maker or something that was mm. just like Mario Maker too. So, I, you know... Whatever. Super box boy me. I think Temtem's the first one that's gotten big enough that Nintendo might be like, hey, wait a minute. Maybe we should do something about that. Uh, Polygon is reporting that the Call of Duty developer apologizes for Modern Warfare's massive patches. Infinity Ward promises it's actually keeping the game's hard drive footprint down. It's funny that um, I read this article, like I think a day or two after I decided to update my game because I realized I hadn't left my uh, Blizzard launcher to uh, like auto, auto run. Update. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I'm going to play Modern Warfare one of these days. And I turned it on and the patch was like 55 gigs. And I swear like two days later, there was another patch of the same size. Yeah. And <laughs> which is way too much. So the Polygon article says the latest one clocked in between 51 gigabytes for PlayStation 4 and 68 gigabytes for PC and Xbox One. That may not be larger than the game itself at 130 gigabytes, but with a 53 gigabyte update two weeks ago, followed by an even larger one now. Plenty of players are grumbling queries as to why these patches have to be so freaking large, even if this one is kicking off the game season two of content. They make the Rainbow Six patches look small. Yeah. No, and I, like that to me, that's insane. Like that they would be that big, two weeks apart. Yeah, yeah. Like if they, like if you have a data cap, you're screwed playing Call of that's Duty. That's what this article mentions. Yeah, is the, um, like the whole data cap issue, and then some people just don't have fast connections. Oh, you know, it's just. I mean, it's a shame we got rid of net neutrality. <laughs> a fucking yep. shame. Well, I don't have a data cap on my. Thanks, provider. Obama. God. <laughs> 
but uh, the yeah. emails. She had fucking emails, man. God. Anyways, um, <laughs> I thought you were play all of them. <laughs> you just hit all the buttons. Save that for the after show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's a bummer. Hopefully they figure out a way to not have them be so like I thought games were stuck to a hundred gigabytes in size anyway, but that's clearly not true. No, and what's yeah, funny is more. like the PlayStation one's smaller, but it probably takes twice as long to install <laughs> because of their bullshit comedy oh, yeah, process. To download yeah. it and then unpack it. Download, yeah, unpack, copy. copy, install. What copy where is again. it copying from? The same drive that it just downloaded to? Maybe there's well, a ghost the drive point? on the PlayStation four that we don't know about. Right now, if you're listening to us live, the two terabyte Seagate Fire CUDA drive is available for fifty nine ninety nine on Newegg. Go oh, buy wow. one, throw it in your your PlayStation Four, and then you can install the next update of Call of Duty. Yeah, yes, you'll have because you're gonna need all two hundred terabytes or whatever. <laughs> two terabytes, two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big game. Cool. They need it for all that Ethereum mining they're probably doing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all these companies are doing. They're just using everyone else's shit to like mine for cryptocurrency. Maybe. Sure. Nobody's reading the fucking terms of service. You know what's happening. Folding at home for someone out there has. Atari coin. They're all farming the Atari coin. It it all started when we let it when we did the whole SETI thing on the PlayStation Two. We allowed Yeah, we allowed you to use your PS two to search for artificial intelligence in the universe or whatever the fuck it was. And now they're mining cryptocurrency on your Xbox. Yep. Shame on all of us. <laughs> they took something good. The fucking and made emails, it man. She had emails. Gmail. They had too much green tea. I'm fired up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John, you posted this one. PC Gamer reporting Remedy has three games in development, including its own live service yes. game. Yes. This is so rad. You know what? And I was telling these guys what I want is a live service control where you get to be agents in the field. I think that would be so dope. That actually would be really cool. Visit other AWEs and whatnot. Yeah, like just investigating shit around the world. Like, and you, like you get to drop in in a fucking helicopter or something. Like, oh, who cares? I don't care. But just that, like, the mythology and the lore of this of this game of this of this fucking developer, everything they've created, it, like put into a live service game like that. At the same time, I don't want. I don't know if I want some other douchebag like running around my control universe, like tearing all the bricks out of the side of the wall when it's my job well, no to do no that. it would just it would be funny like it, those are all instanced but you, like when you go back to the social space which is the oldest house or whatever and you go back there and there's all these people running around there's fucking papers flying everywhere and it was like oh my god we just saw another awe blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the fucking ducks disappearing again there's a thousand rubber duckies in that room like everyone's freaking out over shit like happening like every time you discover something out in the world and you bring it back it fucks up the universe inside the oldest house even more it's like like, a, like the public events are like panopticon containment yeah. missions where like everybody's fighting to yeah. bring a, an object of power into, yes into control like how stuff. amazing would that be that'd be like, pretty rad but i'd be down for that we're not sure that that's what they're doing. Yeah, no, so but we're, we can dream and hope. And now that I'm friends with everyone from Remedy on Twitter, <laughs> I'm going to throw all my ideas at them. Sam Lake. Would they just call it controls? No, they. I'd just be the Federal Bureau of Control. That is the game. Bam. FBC. And they just hire the same. Oh, they're making a movie, too. I don't remember if we talked about that. 
like it was green lighted for a movie. Oh, I didn't. I yeah. I don't, I don't think we talked about that when that came. Control up. was green lighted for a movie. There and I, I pray I pray they get the chick who plays uh what's her name Jesse to be her in the fucking yeah. movie because she's so good. Courtney Hope is the actress's yes. name. She's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know why they'd switch her out, but they probably would. So um, they Frick- put Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I was gonna yeah say exactly. Gonna get Scarlett Johansson. Uh, so yeah, they, this was announced during Remedy's financial report. Um, one of the games has been announced. They said it's, this article says it is the single player component to Smilegate's FPS Crossfire X, which is heading to Xbox One later this year, which is a Chinese game that I think, um, that was like a big MMO in China. That's not like when you string like three AMD graphics cards together. Yes, it's the Smilegate FPS Crossfire X. You get three, three uh, Radeon fifty seven hundred XTs yeah. or whatever, and and you get fake ray tracing and coronavirus. You weld them together. <laughs> um. So yeah, but the other two games, there's not really anything specific about them other than the live service potentially and. Uh, and they said the PC Gamer article states the first is an unnamed, undetailed game using Remedy's own brands, which means it could be anything from a new Alan Wake to a whole new series. Uh, and the second is Vanguard, which is Remedy's own attempt at games as a service genre. Vanguard is aiming to combine long-term service multiplayer experiences with some of Remedy's unique gameplay features. So maybe it would be called Vanguard and not Control. Maybe. Maybe it's the vanguard of the Federal Federal Bureau of Control. Like that's the name of their field agents? Maybe it's the yeah. vanguard from Destiny. Maybe. Anyway. Um, Brian posted a fun one about the Nintendo PlayStation. I thought it was a joke article that you were posting, and, then I, was, and then I thought about it again. I was like, oh, wait, it's that actual it, prototype. Yeah. But, I think we talked about this previously when somebody got this thing. Yes. You know um, what's funny? How it turned yellow, just like all the other <laughs> shit that yeah, Nintendo it's made. the same plastic it's, it was made yeah. in, out of the, in previously. That's but, how you uh, know it's real. Yeah. <laughs> it, it must be a yeah, Nintendo the, because the, it turned yellow. The sign of authenticity. It's either that Who or... Who needs a certificate when you can get yeah. that, that particular shade? Either that or they put the plastic parts in a room with like 10 chain smokers for a few days. <laughs> Well, if you you can only chain smoke if you own this machine, like you're not allowed to. So Kotaku is reporting that the Nintendo PlayStation prototype will sell for over four hundred thousand dollars. Bidding has reached three hundred fifty thousand as deep pocketed collectors put up ever increasing amounts of money in hopes of owning the rare device. It basically looks like a Super Nintendo. It's got the same controller ports as the Super Nintendo and the same controller as the Super Nintendo with Sony PlayStation branding on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then it also has a little disc drive and a cartridge slot on it, and a headphone jack, which was always my favorite thing with the Genesis, the old Genesis. Yeah, yeah. the Genesis volume dials way cooler than this piece of crap it's right true. here. Though. It's it's the plastic doesn't yellow either. Yeah, true. Um, it just gets darker. <laughs> does it turn brown or something? <laughs> so yeah, I mean this thing is awesome. I, I th- it's just one of my favorite stories about prototypical mythical yeah consoles that were out there like we heard about the story forever and then somebody actually found one and that's just so cool so 
And only one, apparently. Yeah, like there's not many of them around. I know that they found some game discs or something. I don't know if they were ever able to get them to run or what the deal was with that. But uh, I'm hoping whoever actually gets this thing appreciates it. I think it, it said something it about games at the end of the article. There. I, I think it's like the person like buying it is putting it in his museum or something like that. So I hope it's, so. It's, so Palmer Lucky, who is... Palmer is his first name. Lucky is his last name. He's the developer of the Oculus. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah. Recently fired from Facebook is due he to his kind of a douche. Yeah, due to his weird comments about a bunch of different shit. Uh, he is now the founder of military technology contractor Andurial. Oh, Lucky said that on Twitter that he wants the PlayStation as part of a quote quest to digitize and preserve the history of physical video games. End quote. Then he planned to preserve the machine, quote, in the most advanced video game storage facility ever constructed. His mother's closet. Yes. It'll go right next to the Doritos. <laughs> the original Oculus. Uh, he didn't elaborate beyond that or reveal details of the so facility. It, it won't be viewable. No, it to won't. Anyone. This should go in the, in not maybe not the Smithsonian, but like it. I don't know. Yeah, somewhere where people we need can a see sweet it. video there, game. There is, we there's a, one in Texas. There's one down in, like, I think in Austin. Alan wanted to take me to it, but we never had a chance to go. Where's Indiana I think, it, I think it's Austin. Of, or it might be Dallas. I don't know. It remember. belongs in a museum. Exactly. So. But, the, yeah, there's a huge video game museum down in Texas that you can actually go and, like, play all the games and stuff. That's really cool. Nice. I remember there was something down at one of the, like, the one of the Toledo museums or something at one point <laughs> ohio's worthless what are you <laughs> well, talking that's about? why i didn't go i was you like you can go mm. into toledo because it was once part of michigan or <laughs> <laughs> we once owned it and then we realized we shouldn't i've played a lot of really good shows in toledo that's, that's about good. it though everything else i've done really in ohio sucks pretty there. hard I'm, I'm not, i don't even want to talk about it I'm our last news story here and uh basically Polygon has a report saying Sony is struggling with PlayStation 5 costs and the price point is uncertain. Bloomberg says the system currently costs $450 to make. They can't can't even afford to put one together to put it at a E3 or um <laughs> That's why they're not going. Or, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so basically they with deal a, with this every fucking time. Like every time they release a console this Everybody console. does though. This is the thing is that like up until the PlayStation 3, no, up until the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, you would put out these consoles, as Brian said like one or two episodes ago, you'd put out these consoles at a loss because you make more money off of the video games, was basically how it went. Yeah. And um, and that means you would make no profit. Like, Nintendo was the only group that would try to still make profit off of their consoles, they fucked that up royally with the 3DS because nobody wanted it, and then they had to lower the price to get people to purchase it. But they got better at it again with the with the uh, Switch. Right. However, like, Sony not... Like, this is always the struggle of, like, we want to have the latest and greatest technology. We've heard this crap about 8K, and they're going to have SSDs in them and crazy memory and all that types of shit. Like, we, I knew it was going to be expensive, right? Yeah, but them settling on a price like I think they're just playing chicken with Microsoft at this point. I I feel like if you make the price too high, it's like why not just buy a 
custom built PC at that point. Exactly. Like I, I hope they know that if this thing is five ninety nine, nobody's buying it. I think the highest they could go is four ninety nine. Yeah. Period. And fifty bucks profit, well, which is probably gone by the time you ship it to the person who's actually selling it. Wasn't the PS three six hundred at launch? The PS three was five hundred ninety nine US dollars. Yeah. <laughs> You could get one for 500 I believe. It was the 20-gigabyte model as opposed to the 40-gigabyte model, which did not include... Backwards compatibility. Backwards... No, I think it still had backwards compatibility, but it did not have the memory card reader or some bullshit that nobody really wanted anyway and ended up disappearing. I can't remember exactly. But either way, 599 is not going to happen. If they want to sell these things, it's got to be four ninety nine. I just can't imagine a world where both the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation Five are both four ninety nine. Even if they're both four ninety nine, then maybe they will both sell some. But if one of them's four ninety nine and the other one's three ninety nine, whoever's selling a three ninety nine is going to be the winner. That's usually how I, it goes. I have a feeling Microsoft is going to come in cheaper. Yeah, because they went too expensive last time and it screwed them, so Not, they're going to go cheap this time. No, what screwed them was the whole perpetual online nonsense, which look what we're fucking stuck no, with it was, now. They put the Connect in the box and it was $100 more. Yeah. And nobody it, wanted to connect. I, but they I had to get one. it. I liked it. <laughs> it was kind of cool. It doesn't work with my Until I had to disable button. it because you kept popping in and saying, hey, Xbox shut off and it would shut <laughs> off in the middle of my game. <laughs> I so I had to disable it <laughs> And then it was not useful to me anymore And John, I sold it John's the reason nobody has a connect anymore <laughs> Yes Anyways It um, was cool Yeah I think Microsoft will come in cheaper this time around Just because in general if they're going to rely on You know Oh excuse me Holy crap Green tea's wearing off um, <laughs> yeah, uh, If they're going to they're going to rely on like their streaming service and everything for the most part. I think like, like is it, does it doesn't even have an optical drive on it? Does it? No, it does. Oh, does it? Yeah. There's a drive on, on the okay. Xbox. I, I don't know. We're just going all those estimates of when Sony was going to reveal something have kind of blown by, like it was supposed to be early February and they haven't said zip. Yeah. I think they're just playing a big game of chicken right now with Microsoft. They're just kind of like, we want to see what Microsoft comes out with and where we can hit them hard. And I think if they, basically my whole point on this article is that they will sell it at a loss if they have to. Right. I bet they would sell this thing for $3.99 if the Xbox came out at $4.50. I bet they would do it and they'd take a $50 hit for every console. But if the Xbox comes in at five hundred and they can price at four fifty, they'll do it. If the Xbox comes in at five ninety nine, the PlayStation will be four ninety nine. I don't think the Xbox is going to be that expensive. I don't know. I don't know because the way that Microsoft is positioning it is basically just like, hey, all of our games are coming out on the Xbox One X. But if you want the best version of these games, buy a high powered PC. If you want something in between that, here's the Xbox Series X. It's priced halfway between a crazy PC and the Xbox One yeah. X. Uh, okay we'll see so uh, yeah i don't know i mean i I don't it's not like i have any insider information but it'll be very interesting to see like there's a very intense game of chicken going on right now and who knows who's gonna come out on top is the thing but i think it'll be crazy if we don't hear more about the playstation before microsoft is out at e3 when e3 is in june yeah okay i would think like with both of these things coming out. I wonder, out. Like, well, because Sony's going to be at PAX 
and like they've got a lot of stuff that they're showing off, including Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, pretty fucking cool. Um, it's Spelunky too. Mm-hmm. It's Spelunky too. Neo two bunch of stuff. A whole 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 yeah. bunch of stuff. I'd be curious to know like if they're gonna have any announcement. Like maybe they'd use PAX because they know PAX is like big attendance and everything. Like if they'll use that as a platform to announce anything. Yeah. I would think if they had like a panel or something posted, maybe they would do something like that, but I don't know. That's hard to know. It would be cool to, even if they just have one under glass yeah. with somebody standing by it. Here's the PlayStation 5. That'd be pretty sweet. But who knows? It just seems weird to me that, like last time these these consoles came out, Sony announced things in January and then they showed it off again in like February or March. Right. And Microsoft did something very similar. So we're getting kind of late in the game for this thing to come out this holiday. And, you know, like, it'll be fine. They're going to have their announcement whenever they have it. And I'm sure pre-orders will be live immediately, whatever. I know the rumors about them releasing it immediately or something, but it's hard to know at this point. It's just a bunch of what's going to happen. So yep. That's it for news. And for... The episode. The episode. <laughs> yeah. We didn't play any big releases. They're, we're kind of in like a weird lull. Uh, yeah. Especially since everything got delayed. Yeah. Dreams came out Friday for everybody. Uh, it came out for people with the early access um, on the 11th. I bought that but did not touch it. And I just downloaded the game a day or two ago. Yeah. But uh, I plan on taking a look at it. And hopefully we can talk about that a little bit next time. Cool. Um, but other than that, I don't know if there's anything else you guys, you guys are probably going to play more Division, would be my guess. Well, um, our next episodes are when we're in, like, Boston, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we will not have anything out um, prior to us leaving for PAX. But we will post, hopefully nightly, after each day's worth of stuff. That's my hope. I'm trying to figure out what I should do about microphones and stands and things. Maybe we could simplify things a bit so you don't have to spend 20 minutes getting checked out at TSA again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still have all like the couple of mics and the the uh the Zoom that I have at my house. Yeah, I know. And I like it would be nice to bring these if we could, but it might make more sense to bring the ones that we can just hold on with our hands. Yeah, that way I'm not it'll bringing be fine. stands and stuff. So I wouldn't worry about stands. Yeah. Packs will be fun. It's exciting. Indeed. Yeah. Looking forward to it. The show. Bring on the lobster. That being yes. said, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe as low as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at mpn.bz slash Patreon. Thanks again to Jason K and Gojo for their contributions. And as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. And subscribe on Twitch if you have it. If you have the Prime subscription, do it. If not five bucks gets you in or spend that five dollars on our patreon and get some of our bonus episodes uh either way we appreciate everybody who's contributed to us and uh yeah if you have anything you want us if you check out anything going on at pax that you want us to check out in person like please let us know and we will you know try our best to check out any games that are being shown off or check out the panels that are that are happening um, I think our main thing that we're going to try and do is Thursday, play as many games as we possibly can. Cause it's going to be on like, the floor. 
pretty lightweight that day and then we'll tackle some different panels and things the following days so uh, but yeah we're super excited for that and hopefully you are too and we'll have some episodes following every evening hopefully while we're in, in uh, boston yep so and we'll give you some food reviews too yeah, yeah. while we're mowing, mowing down on some lobster tails so yeah anyways uh thanks again for uh joining us especially everybody in the chat zach and haj appreciate it and uh, we'll see you guys next time peace